Just another brother off the boat You ain't for the family, guess it shows All these friends are low-key like my foes No, I don't wanna talk, I want the smoke Hey, hey, just another brother off the boat You ain't for the family, guess it shows All these friends are low-key like my foes No, I don't wanna talk, I want the smoke Love you, Lexi Love you, babe See ya. Don't be wanting nothing. <laughs> oh, all right. But yeah, I was like, bro, this is crazy. It should never be this way. A line to get into Winco? Yeah. Like, and then the line was maybe about, maybe about like 15 people. But the fact that there's a line mm-hmm. to get in, I was mm-hmm. like, I can, mm-hmm. if this is what looks on the outside. Mm-mm. We ain't going in. <laughs> We ain't going in there. We ain't going in Not there. today. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Not today. Lord say. forbid. All right. Pers- what are we talking about? Perseverance. 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 Yeah. Perseverance. All right. Here we go. All right. What up, everybody? Yo, yo. Uh, we are back <clears throat> with another episode. So I just want to take this time right now to apologize for the previous episode being uh-huh. recorded. Uh, my laptop had switched to recording off of its own microphone instead of our amazingly expensive setup. Man. So the sound quality wasn't up to what I would have liked, mm. so I was very upset. He but was really mad, I y'all. was mad. He but was mad, man. I got some good feedback off mad, that last man, episode. Mad, man. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some good feedback off the last episode. So it was um, actually good. It was a good conversation. It was really. Good. I wish it would have been, you know, recorded better. But <laughs> God, got, God got the glory, yeah, man. God got the glory. That's all that matters. And he was trying to humble you. Yes, yeah, it is, man. So my name is me humble. <laughs> my name is Brandon Jackson. This is Jeff Copeland. And we are the Preachers of the Preachers Hour Podcast, hey. um, here to give you culture and society through a young pe- preacher's perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff has a good uh, topic for us today. Yeah, man. Well, I don't got it. God gave it to me. Hey, you and go. you kind of brought it up like weeks ago, probably months ago. I actually got the idea, the title from you. Really? Yeah. You told me, hey, man, we should do one on perseverance. I was like, all right. So I wrote it down on my phone. On my oh, notes. wow. I totally and forgot about that. Yeah, that's been that's how you know it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. My idea at all. Yeah, man. But perseverance. Perseverance. Um, that's crazy. And we talked about Job Day. That's really yeah, wild. Yeah, man. Um, this whole and I I just thought of this right now. This whole you know virus going on and mm. it's just a lot. Twenty twenty. We are three months in. Uh, and this thing has been terrible. Oh, the whole year. We still got nine months to go with this thing. It's a crazy pregnancy, man. Just be canceled. This year should be canceled. All the stuff that's been canceled. <laughs> canceled the year. Canceled 2020. Okay, you need to be canceled. I saw a, a, a post in my uh, my like youth group, youth pastors like blog thingy that they do, and it said uh, the kids of the kids of 2033 will be known as the quarantines. Wow. <laughs> quarantines. Not the baby boomers, but the quarantines. <laughs> you know it's going to be a lot of... You know, quarantine babies. What else is there to do uh, while you're in quarantine, I guess? But, there you uh, go, man. Do it in the Lord, though. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, be married. Yeah. Um, and be wise. Yes. Kids are expensive. Yes. Man. Ugh. Especially ain't no toilet paper at the store. I know <laughs> ain't no toilet paper. <laughs> you better start buying diapers. Mm, man. Using them things. Dang. Dang, get the depends. <laughs> oh. Shout oh, out. Man. We don't even get paid for that advertisement. Never. One day. But uh yeah, so we want to talk about um perseverance. Yeah. Uh 
I think it's a great topic. Yeah, I think I it's think something so. that we need to talk about um, in this in this stage of life. And uh, man, it's just like this year mm-hmm. we do like you said nine more months. Like we have to persevere. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully everything goes to normal with this uh, COVID nineteen. But mm-hmm. if it doesn't, um, we might be in this thing for for a long time. Yeah, it's uh, it you know being a Christian during this whole thing mm. is like. It's an interesting, like, opportunity. It's an interesting situation to be in. Um, Because I feel like, I really feel like the world is maybe, like, subconsciously looking at us. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, if we're freaking panicking and freaking out and running around and getting a whole shopping cart full of toilet paper. Canceling church. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that... It's amazing that church can be canceled. It's wild. Like, it's wild. And I, I, I understand the, yeah. the, the caution, the precautions. Um, and I've been, we have a, we have a pretty large number of elderly people at our church. Mm-hmm. Um, not in our AV church, but in my, the church that I work at, mm-hmm. well, we have a good population of elderly people who are mm-hmm. like 70 plus. Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't think any of them were going to come. I thought they would all be like at home, like you know, being safe. Mm-hmm. No, they all showed up, mm-hmm. and they were the most. They were the people. They were touching people the most. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Come here, baby girl. Come here, give me a hug." I'm like, "Well, one of the ladies like helped in the nursery." I'm like, "Yo, you are not afraid at all, man." She's like, "If I'm gonna go, I'm hey, gonna go. I can't I'm stop going it." In the house of the Lord, man. Serving the I'm Lord. gonna go serving the Lord. So That's legit. I was like, "You do you, yeah, do you." So I thought that was like pretty epic, um, but it's nothing. It just shows that that. We can we can be cautious. We can help mm-hmm. to like not spread the disease, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Right. But we are never going to be fearful. Like we're not going to be yeah, scared to man. touch people. That's the thing. Because like the Lord, the Lord commands us to lay hands on people. Oh, we can't lay hands on you this because it's elbow. Like an elbow. Lay elbow on you. <laughs> and it's even to be honest, it's weird. Like when when you go to church and you get those people who are like giving elbows and mm-hmm. who are not hugging the little kick thing. Yeah, you just be like, <laughs> fam, are you serious? Like you really don't think God can protect you or like you really don't believe in the sovereignty of God. Yeah. As in like, if he desires you to get this disease, you're going to get it. Yeah. And if he desires you to die, it's inevitable. Yeah. You you can't stop it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like chill fam. Yeah. Uh, But a lot of people just don't really have that kind of faith or that kind of hope. Um, or just uh, just like trusting in God in that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. and uh, it's crazy because my mom. I talked to my mom. I talked. To, I hope. I wish. I wish I could talk to her often, but I talk mm-hmm. to her like once a month, and it's really really bad. But anyways, uh, I talked to her, and she was saying, "What is it like for? Uh, what What would it look like to separate? Uh, I think it's in the Bible. It says like a separating the wheat from the tear." Mm-hmm. Um, the goats from the sheep, mm-hmm. and it says like you know there is, there will be a divide, mm-hmm. and she was like, what better way to see it than through this. something like this? Wow, like you can see who is who's trusting in the Lord and like who is definitely afraid, and who's like not really trusting God, wow. they're trusting in themselves. And uh, as much as I didn't want to hear her say that or like look at people that way, it was it's hard for true. me to see like you're not you're not hugging me, who you claim to be your brother, mm-hmm. because of a virus that. You that not even the fact that because the COVID virus is not killing anybody who's not old, right? Like that's just not the truth. So this virus that you can get and you, which would be just like the flu, mm-hmm. you're you're cutting off our connection because of that. And you and you don't think that, like again, you don't think that God has control over this, dude. Come on, like He is not sovereign over this this disease. Like, bruh, listen, I would hug you, 
in church, <laughs> but I might get the virus from you. Dude, it's crazy. Like I don't. It's again. I understand why you know public health you know directives and you mm-hmm. know, gatherings of over two hundred people. You guys should have to shut yeah. that down. I get the government's response trying not to stop the spread of this thing, but I don't get fully church closing. Yeah. Like that's that's strange. Now, the flip side of that is it could be an opportunity to increase intimacy. Yeah. Because what I've heard is a lot of churches go to the house church model mm-hmm. or go to cell groups or life groups yeah. or small groups. And we've already been on that that tip. I just feel like this is like further I don't know if it's confirmation. I don't know, but I just feel like God's like this is what it took for you guys to get mm-hmm. back to being intimate. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Then cool. I'll do it. <laughs> like I mean, it even know. it even gives us an opportunity to uh to shine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the church gets to shine. We get to mm, love um, people. And we like honestly a lot of us are not leaving the walls of the church. You know what right, I'm saying? And right, now it's like, right. you ain't got no choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, just, you can't come here. You can't come here. <laughs> you want to do something. Doors is locked. And and uh, what, what I found very just like, dang, God, I don't know why you allowed this to happen, but it happening has great potential for, like, the body um, of the church to, like, go out and be the church. Because mm. even if you were like, oh, I'm going to stay home and watch sports, but you don't watch canceled. bowling. Man, there's <laughs> nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Like, like it's amazing that God has removed a ridiculous amount of distractions. Like, I mean, I would constantly be checking my ESPN app. Mm-hmm. I don't even go on there. There's nothing. It's, everything says postpone, 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 postpone. I'm like, I don't need to hear that. There's nothing. There's nothing to do. Do it. There's nothing to distract us now. And at that rate, we should be taking this opportunity and saying, "Cool, like let's let's meet up. Mm-hmm. Let's." That hu- that's hu- that humanity in in America yeah. finally come together and do stuff together. Let's go yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. Let's talk about the Bible. Let's yeah. pray. Like I've prayed more in these like last couple of days than I've done in my entire life. Mm. Um, and I'm thinking, yo, if if my relationship with God is getting deeper because of a crisis, ooh, wow, come on, Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if my if my relationship with God is getting closer because of a crisis, how many people's lives are getting worse because of this crisis. Wow. They're getting like more scared, pumping more fear. This um, is the time they need Jesus the most. The most. They need, they need God the most. And it's like, I just, when you say that, I just thought of like, count it all joy when you go through trials of various kinds. Nah, it makes sense. Because it leads to perseverance. Mm. Right? Oh, you better preach Man. that, Jeffrey Copeland. Like, but it's just like, I don't have work. I'm a teacher. President Unified <laughs> just closed. I'm, I'm off until For 30 April. days. Like, Again, no sports to watch. Like I have now, because I, I just I'm a man. I wish I had more time for you, God. He's like, all right, <laughs> so let's see. Now you got it. Now let's see what you're gonna do with it. Whoa, he gave you. You ain't got work. You ain't got you no sports eight, to watch. Eight between eight and ten <laughs> yeah, hours. I have plenty of time now for you. I better use it for that dude. Like, dude, that's know, crazy. It's, it's like, oh, I didn't know you was really gonna do that, bro. Like, I, I was just a. I was just saying that. Dude, for all of humanity right now has a chance to go deeper. And, like, for all the believers out there, man, this is a, if you didn't think there was a time for you to engage with your friends, like, mm. this is the time. Don't be scared. This is the perfect, like, like starter. Man. Like, hey, bro, like, man, like, are you, are you freaking out? This thing's crazy. Like, well, you know, I'm not really worried Bruh. because, you know, I trust in the Lord. 
like, man, how can you do that? Blah, blah. And then this is yeah, like a perfect, perfect, like, and again, we got plenty of time to talk about this because I ain't got work. <laughs> so I know where you got it. I know where you're going to be. I know Many where people, be. I mean, I mean, even colleges, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, yes, you, classes, you know. It's all since it's all been postponed or, or yeah. scheduled or, or you got online classes mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, you have the ability and the time. Like, this is this is crazy. Like, God orchestrated something for the believers to be the light of the world wow. and to be the salt of the world. Like, man. If you miss, like, I'm, I don't know how long COVID's going to be out. Yeah. But, like, if we miss this if as a church. this opportunity. It's, Jesus is like, hey. I'm coming back like this is it is happening I was reading mm-hmm. Psalms uh, Psalms 91 and like towards the end it says like don't be dismayed by like um, pestilence or plague and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and then uh, it's about trusting the Lord for like he will give you the strength to do what you gotta do Wow. like okay a plague is here mm-hmm. and now it's time to do the second part of that verse to trust in the Lord Man. and like for him to give you strength even for him to give you the words to speak you know what wow. I'm saying a lot of people get like oh I don't know what to say oh, to my no. friend say, well now you got time to figure it out number one <laughs> Bruh, you can literally start the thing off from, well, look, I was born. Yeah. <laughs> you started from the beginning, man. But just go out there and do do the work of the evangelist, man. You know what's crazy? There's a huge plague of locusts right now in Africa. No way. It's is it, it actually started before the virus got really bad. It really? It was in uh, Kenya and I want to say like Sudan, but it, it's like one of the worst plagues they've had in like 25 years of locusts. Whoa. Um, that's not a coincidence. That's in not my a. Opinion. Um, you got this virus going around. Like, we are literally in the last days. Um, Patience showed me. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't even do this right now. <laughs> but uh, Patience showed me this verse um, where it talked about like the disciples. We're like going through the Bible to see where these things or how these things would take place and like when they would take place. And like the Bible literally explained, I wish I could find it because uh, we were on the phone. Uh, oh, let me check my phone. But yeah, he was uh, he was just telling me like the, the disciples were going back to the Old Testament to see mm-hmm. when certain things would take place and when they would happen and like what would be happening. And um, like they searched the scripture to find out. Mm-hmm. And it says that the, the prophets didn't really know what they were talking about when they were prophesying. Right. They weren't really clear on what mm-hmm. they were being told to say. Mm-hmm. They were just saying it. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know what that was I don't about. Know what that's gonna, <laughs> but I'm gonna write it down. And then uh, so Paul says, oh, it was in Corinthians. Oh man. So Paul goes in and says, like back then they didn't know what they were talking about. They were just saying they were just being obedient to mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. But now, like they said that for you, so that you would know you know exactly what they're talking about. And like now looking at this, I didn't put two and two together literally until just now in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo this could be the time where the church has to persevere. Wow. Like where this may be the time where like, yo, this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, man, I think this is going to, this is like so disruptive. Like nothing has happened like this. Not like this. Um, I mean, school doesn't close for nothing. I mean, I I really feel like world war two was Mm. probably this disruptive. Wow. That's about the closest thing I can imagine. Like, this is something we're going to talk about, even if this virus turns out to be nothing. And it's not a big deal. And mm-hmm. we just kind of, things get back to normal in like two months. But because of the because But just of the, the amount, the, the of world, the entire Bro. world has Bro. shut down. Like, they just turned everything off. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you're talking like Olympics. Dude, <gasps> soccer Olympics. seasons. Like, the, the soccer season in Europe is like getting to its height. Um, 
something that happens only once every four years is the Euros. So like each Europe, it's like it's like the World Cup, but just for Europe. Mm. That was supposed to happen this summer. Oh wow! It's probably going to be postponed if not canceled. Like, Sheesh. I mean, every every single like top league had to stop. Um, every sport. I mean, the NBA, the in that trip, me the NBA, all like, the way. The playoffs, yeah. the regular season ends in April. Like we was just starting to get like going. No March Madness. The freaking March Madness <laughs> tournament. Like Bro. everything is shut down. So, like you said, I this could be this could either be not a big deal, or this could be a huge, huge shift in our entire world. Um, to something that like I don't know, like only God really knows, and mm-hmm. we're gonna have to like really figure out number one, like who is really about this. Yeah, like you said, the goats and the and the sheep and and mm-hmm. separate. Like gonna this is gonna out. show us like who's really about this. You are gonna find like, out really about God, and then like we got to make sure the ones that are really about this, we got to be ready. Yeah. Um. We got to know exactly what we believe. We got to know why we believe why it. Why we believe it. Um. And we got to just be really in prayer and like trusting in God. I think this is this so is true. a beautiful time. Because it's forcing us to trust in God. It's forcing us to have perseverance. Because um, we really don't know. My wife has asked me like every day, like, babe, is this really something? And I'm like, I don't know. Don't. I don't want to say no. Mm-mm. I'm not that confident this is just nothing. Yeah. Because um, I really I really feel like. This could be severe. Our society is like right on the edge of complete chaos oh no doubt where like you just have like looting and just just mm-hmm. total mayhem no doubt um and, the, and countrywide yeah it's not just because because like, because uncle rob was talking about this last night he's like let their let the workers who work at like sewage plants and stuff and water treatment plants like get sick mm. those are still jobs that have to be done by people yeah like if That's there's no water if you can't flush or whatever like it's about to be it's gonna a be problem. bad, bad. People gonna be wilding. You think the stores are empty now? Mm. It's gonna be crazy. One thing that uh, my pastor said last night uh, while she was preaching, she was like, uh, "The devil is using the three thing is using three things that is supposed to like build up the church to like divide the church." Mm. And she said like one of them was uh, one of them was like pers- like healthy touch. She said healthy touch. Like mm. you need to be able to lay hands on your brothers mm-hmm. and sisters mm-hmm. and like pray for them. Like that is what the church is called to do. Um, the devil's attacked that with this sickness. No one mm-hmm. wanted to touch nobody. The second one was, um, <sighs> the second one, I can't remember the second one, but then the last one was, uh, was, uh, sharing, sharing everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Like these are the things that, uh, oh, gathering. That's what it was. Okay. So it was, gathering. it was, uh, touch, healthy touch, gathering and sharing and sharing the thing that the church was built on an act. Wow. And like wow. the devil is using that to like disrupt everything. Wow. And like if the church does as the world has commanded us to, to not gonna get all super spiritual, but mm-hmm. like to like bow down to the golden statue, wow. the whole ne- the whole Babylon bow thing, like do this or like in or you're gonna get in trouble, or people are gonna look at you crazy, or whatever the case may be. All right, this might be a mild dose of that, but the fact is, when you lose those components of church, mm-hmm. you don't have a church, man. If you're not touching people and if you're not uh, gathering. Uh, gathering and if you're not like sharing, uh, sharing wow. you don't really have a church. You have a legit organization, dude. Like, imagine if the whole world is watching us and, like, we close, like, all churches close. We don't. They're going to be like. Was it real? So y'all believe in this God that can't protect you from this COVID-19? 
Like, you guys don't even really... And the fact that it doesn't even harm the majority of your people. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, no... <laughs> and, like, again, I understand... I was telling my students before things shut down. Like, we're not worried about you guys dying from this disease. Mm-hmm. Worried about you getting it and then giving it somebody to who could die. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the worry. So, like you said, having... Most churches, most big churches have an old elderly population. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're vulnerable. Exactly. Um, so I get protecting them, but like, if we just nationwide like shut down our churches, like I, it's not a law, it's not a mandate. Mm-mm. You guys cannot meet. Right. It's like, hey, like if you can avoid meeting large gatherings, like yeah. you know, this, this will help us contain the virus. But like, and again, you got to be wise. But still, like, my trust is in the Lord. No doubt. We're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pray. We're gonna lay hands on each other. Like we're gonna like. Oh, I thought about this too. Most, uh, not most churches, but if you have a church that's over 200 people, uh, say you have a church of 500 people, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to close down church um, for for that reason, the COVID-19 to spread, to stop spreading the virus. Okay, but like, who's not closing down? Is you think Google's closing down? They got more than 500 employees mm-hmm. per day. Like, do you think, did, did Walmart stop? Did, did Walmart close? They got over 200 employees working per mm-hmm. day. And I'm like, look, we are we are doing things that may not be necessary because the people who are, whose God is money, mm. they not stopping. Bro. They going to go, they actually going to go ham. They going to go in right now. Bro. Hey, get as much supplies we need and rack up the price. Mm-hmm. Cause like we finna make bank yes. and they going to go in. Yes. But the church is like, ah, oh, yeah, no, let's, uh, let's not gather you guys. Cause you know, there might be somebody out there sick with COVID-19. He might come into the church. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Someone pray for him. Yeah. Someone put hands on him so that he can be made well. Like when I think about this this not touching thing, and I think about Jesus and um, and the leper the camp, lepers, yeah. Like no one wanted to go over there. Mm-hmm. They were ostracized. I mean, somebody gets COVID nineteen, and like you're the black plague now. Yeah. No one wants Jeez. to be around you. Like, what would that make you feel like? Wow. The five hundred people in America who who who've been diagnosed with it, mm-hmm. they ostracized. Like, yeah. And you got to be heck embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I got COVID. Like. You know, I'm not really sick, but <laughs> no one it. wants to be around Everybody's me. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's so you freaking had out. It, huh? If I, yeah, and then it's like, no, is anybody ever going to trust me mm-hmm, again? Like, mm-hmm. if they don't have, if they don't come up with a vaccine, even if I get cute, even if my body beats it, which most people, yeah. your body will beat it, mm-hmm. and you will be fine. Yep. But the thing is, like, you had it. Yeah. Now you're looked at like, ugh, like, and when people know about you, that's crazy. Like the fact that someone may, you may have a family member that had it, and like. Because they had it, everyone knows that they had it, and like everyone's avoiding family medical history. They're not just gonna avoid the person; they're gonna avoid the person's family. Mm. Like your great grandfather had COVID (laughs) nineteen. It's just crazy. I just feel like we are, as a church, we cannot like shrink back due to this, man. Yeah, we gotta we gotta persevere. Uh, Another angle, and Uncle talked about this last night. He was like, people thought. Insta church was a bad idea. Doesn't that look brilliant now? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like that's so true. Like, shout out to uh, you know Alex Wilson. Alex Wilson, like, Insta church with the Insta church because it's like, you know, we can we can still even if we don't physically gather, mm-hmm. we can still like use what we do have, the resources that we do have, yeah, to make an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we're still recording this podcast. I mean, we're not it's like, true. oh, no, we can't meet. We, we can't are. Meet. We are in a germ-sealed room, though, so yeah. just like it's for you guys to know. We're, we're both wearing hazmat suits. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're hazmat suits. You're talking about y'all need to go out there and touch people. Y'all need to touch people. As uh, I talk to Brandon across the room. No. <laughs> Our microphones are super far apart from each other. <laughs> no. Oh, but, man. But, yeah, that's just, it's just such an interesting, interesting thing. So, perseverance is not the absence of trouble it you only need perseverance for trouble Trouble. amen like amen that's it is that's a key ingredient (laughs) to the equation of of perseverance is trouble you don't have trouble yeah we don't need no perseverance um so there's been a lot of a lot of issues you know our, our our dear older brother uh, Uncle Rod, oh yeah, um, you know, lost his mom <sighs> yesterday. Um, went on to be with the Lord, and uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't lose her. She she passed away. She went to be with the Lord and uh, transitioned. I heard that word. Yeah, it's like it's a. I was telling him last night. It's a when you go through these moments. There's these things that happen in life that like shake you. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and, and some of them are small, some of them are huge. I know for me, like turning 30 was a moment where I had to like stop and be like, you have to reassess everything. Mm. Like, okay, dang, like I'm here. My parents are in their 60s now. Mm. Like I'm married. Like, God, where am I going? Like what? Yeah, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. You just start like evaluating every. It, it like no really like child. shakes you up, right? Yeah. Um, it challenges like beliefs that you had. Like it, it just does things to you. I think another one is like losing your parents. parents yeah, because um, you become like you're. Yeah, not like you, that. That's your mantle now. Yeah, like now, like I'm that generation is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like I'm I'm that generation. That generation. <laughs> and you know. I feel like another one is like when your kids have kids. Oh, I yeah. feel like that would be like a wow. <clears throat> yeah, that's got to be hard. Oh, I got grandkids now. Like that's that's, that's got to like, be a big. I'm the grandparent now. Yeah. I used to have grandparents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I have one grandparent left. Do you really? Yeah. Bless God. Um, who was it? Your mom's mom? Yeah, my grandma. She's 85. Wow. She's gonna be 86 next month. Um, Sheesh. And it's just like. You, it was so cool to be around him yesterday mm-hmm. and like watch him persevere. Yeah, but like he wasn't doing it alone. He's like, I'm, I need you guys around me mm-hmm. to get through. I'm gonna need my family to get yeah. through this. Um, and like, I perseverance does not have to be alone. Yeah. In fact, it probably shouldn't be alone. No. Like, we, we, you should, I don't think you can persevere yeah. all by yourself. Mm-mm. Now you'll 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 crush under the weight. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, perseverance to me, what I see it is like holding on to something, something holding on to something really heavy, and uh, trying not trying your best not to let it go. Mm-hmm. But like you are still going to get tired. You're gonna be like your arms are gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. So like when you have a community, like you're still not gonna let it go. But someone right. needs to come alongside and be like, yeah, help you. all right, cool. Like I'm gonna hold a little bit. You hold a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you're still doing the work. Like yeah. Moses and the staff. Uh, they, oh they, yeah, they, they had, had to persevere. So he yeah. had to. Moses had to hold up a staff so that uh, Israel could persevere in their fight. But then his arm got weary, and then uh, Aaron and her uh, found out a way to help him hold the staff because it wasn't like 
all right, Moses I'm, Moses says, I'm tired. Aaron, you hold the staff now. Mm-hmm. It didn't work like that. No. It was he like, no, had Moses carry had to carry it. He had to carry it. So, but he had it, but he got to carry it in community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we got to do yesterday. So I was like, that's beautiful. I mean, yeah. to see him. And then even be able to see him struggle, like to see him struggle with perseverance. Yeah. Like knowing that he can't stay where he is right now. Mm. Like he understands that, okay, I'm, I need to grieve. Like I, yes. my mom is not here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to see her um, until I get to glory. And that hurts. And I guarantee, like I, I, I haven't had my mom pass away, but the time is coming. Like my mom's yeah. not going to live forever. Right. So I'm going to have to bury my parents. And that's going to be super sad, but I can't stay in that state. Right. And I need someone, mm-hmm. pe- so I need some, I need my family to come around. And like, if I don't come out within a certain amount of time, like when you see it getting too bad, you know, yank me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, it's been six months, bro. Like, get yeah, out the, get out on, the room. Man. Come on, man. So yeah. I, that has to be a type of perseverance where um, the per- uh, perseverance that you have yourself. Um, that like keeps you in the fight when no one's there, mm. but then you need people to be around you to keep you in the fight when they feel like no one is there. Wow. So um, seeing him in this moment, um, it's it's a blessing. I mean, even being able to help out. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He has, his mom lives in uh, Alabama, so they have to uh, get to Alabama, and they ain't balling like that. Like, yeah. People just ain't like ready to fly out that you know as soon as somebody die right uh, but you know funerals be a week away like yeah you pass away and then place to stay yeah and stuff yeah so man. to be able to come around as a real family which mm-hmm. i feel like we would do that for anybody like an av we would yeah. do anybody who feels the need uh who has a need and they gotta like do something like please reach out like mm-hmm. just just try i mean the only reason that like we help out people is because we know that they need help yeah but if we don't know we can't help so right. seeing him in that um and being able to help him uh, provide for him financially so he can get out to the funeral, be with his family. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, man. And I mean, praying for him, he's going to have to, he has to do the eulogy. Oh, wow. His mom's like, you have to do it. She told him like <laughs> years know, ago, I know. you have to do it. <laughs> um, and I know that's got to be, I can't imagine how difficult that's got to be. But um, yeah, man, like he doesn't have to persevere alone. Mm-hmm. Cause we got his back, man. And we got y'all back too, listen. Yeah, man. Yes. If y'all honestly. need something, man, we ain't never. Man, we we are a DM away. Seriously. You know? And a lot of y'all got our phone numbers, man. And I'm serious. Yeah. Like I don't want, uh, I don't want people to go through things alone. I mean, like we said, perseverance needs to be done in community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't have a community, every Friday night we have this awesome <laughs> church that we can go to. We go are to still Amy. meeting, even with this COVID nineteen. We still yeah. gathering. We out here. Uh, we got hand sanitizer, so don't mm-hmm. worry. We, you know, we got we got we got our bases covered. But uh, if you need a community for real, for real, like yeah. I'm, I'm plugging this not to not as like advertisement, but a legitimate. If you don't have a community and you're listening to this podcast, forty five sixty East Shields Friday at seven thirty. Be here because there's a community of people who are here who would love to just love on you and pray mm-hmm, for you and mm-hmm. um, talk to you and even help you in situations where you may not know what to do. So yeah. just uh, if you're hearing this, like this was a message from the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> so something that's been like blowing my mind hmm. uh, with it when it comes to this whole thing. So we are doing this this series in AV. Uh, called Experiencing God. We've talked about it probably a billion times by now. We're going to continue to talk about it because we're only three weeks into a 12-week thing. Yeah. Um, 
And it's all about like how to help you experience God. And I really feel like everybody, everybody, you needs have to, do to this. like. It just does. Like I can't. Yeah. We can't explain it. Like I, you, you've tried. I've tried to talk to my mom about it. I mean, she did it a long time ago, but. Um, like you said a while ago, mm-hmm. like you just have to be in the right space exactly. to like go through this. You mm-hmm. can't be like, you can't be nonchalant. It's not a Bible study. Yeah. It's not a Bible study. Yeah. Um, but it will make you study the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That totally differently. It'll change. <laughs> Changes your view everything. On everything. Oh, it's just so different. So one of the, it was day two of last week. Oh. Uh, this line in there like just got me, and I think I'm gonna preach about it tonight. Um. It said, God made you, God didn't make you for time. He made you for eternity. Mm, mm, so mm. what right now we exist in this thing called time, mm-hmm. right? It's the, you know, if we get 80 years, whatever amount of time we get, like we exist in time. Yeah. But that's not God's original plan. Not at all. I was thinking about this, like I was just kind of going through it in my head. But like, so when God creates humanity and he puts us in the garden, in the garden of Eden, there was no time. I would say like the whole earth was still going through time, but the garden was a spot where God's space and human space overlapped. Mm -hmm. And the plan was to spread Eden throughout the rest the rest of the world, like God and humans partnering to spread Eden. Right, mm. and there was no time in Eden until humanity rebelled and we got expelled from the garden. We entered into time Whoa. at that point, and so we enter into not only time but into the the space of sin and death, especially mm. death. Yeah, right. So, but we're still in the back of our minds, in our souls, like we are creatures of eternity. Yeah, and something in us knows, knows that. that. Oh, right. Like think about how easy it is to lose track of time. Like you, oh, oh, oh four hours. What, what time is it? Oh, damn! Like, or like to always feel like, oh, there's never enough, enough time. time. Mm-hmm. That's because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not made for time. God made you for, for eternity. eternity. Like Ooh. time is this weird thing that you're stuck in right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like this containment field that, um, that is like restricting you. Yeah. And like you know, like. Okay, I can't leave this field yet, but I can't wait to leave this yeah. field. And, like, the whole point of time now, once we got kicked out, was for us to meet God and to get to know him and, and, and like, build a relationship and to prepare us for, for eternity. eternity. The Amen. only point of this 80-plus years or whatever we get we is get to prepare you, you for eternity. <laughs> so, like, with that being said, like... We got to stop, and I say me, I'm really going to say me. I got to stop <laughs> being so consumed with this thing called time. Man. Um, and worrying about tomorrow, worrying about bills, worrying about, like, struggles, you know, worrying about this virus, worrying about, yeah, like, for sure. when people are going to die and, like, you know, like, oh, man, I'm concerned about this and that and this and paying for a house and what about my kids? What are they going to do? Like, that's not the point of this. The not point of this is for me to get to know God and get ready for eternity with him. 
Jesus. And to help other people get ready for eternity with him. Man. Like, I that's mean, the whole point. Which is, which makes sense. And then it, it makes sense so much so that, like, when you actually start to do it, hmm. you no longer worry. Yeah, that's why, that's why <laughs> Jesus tells us, like, don't worry about these things. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So Jeff saw me looking for the looking for the verse because I couldn't remember it, and you're just gonna you're just gonna memorize it and just say it. <laughs> you're just gonna memorize it and just knock. I'm sitting here like, oh, I mean, you could get the exact. There's a, there's verse. a verse for this. <laughs> nah, you ain't getting this verse. <laughs> but no, the truth is, um, the, the, that worrying is is futile. It really is. Like you, the the Bible says, like who who can add a single cubit or a single like measure to your mm-hmm. hair uh, or to your lifespan? By worrying, mm-hmm. the truth is, you can lose lose yes. years wow. by worrying, but you will never gain, never gain a thing from worrying, wow. and it doesn't change anything. Like being anxious, being worry worrisome, it doesn't change mm-hmm. any outcome. Yeah. So if you're gonna worry, like, don't. <laughs> yeah, and this is and and side note, this is no shade or knock on anybody who like chemically struggles with anxiety. Oh no no no! Right, like like I I know people yeah who are like cannot help they like I don't want to worry but I can't help it like it's they they can't help it yeah it's a, um, but it's a, when it's a medical mm-hmm. uh, when it's a medical issue yeah seek medical professional yeah, help absolutely um, but for those of us who, who don't choose to worry about things it's it doesn't make any yeah. sense so um, it says in a uh, Matthew chapter six uh, verse. 25 uh jesus says this is why i tell you don't worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body what you will wear Mm. isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing look at the birds of the sky Mm -hmm. they do not reap or sow or they do not sow or reap or gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them aren't you worth more than they can any of you add a single cubit to the to his height by worrying Mm. And why do you worry about clothes? <laughs> you weren't created with them. So. Wow. <laughs> uh, That's so wild. Why do you worry about clothes? Learn how the wildflowers of the ground grow. They do not labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not adorned like one of these. Mm. If that's how God clothes the grass, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow. Won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? You don't worry. So don't worry, saying, what will I eat? What shall I drink? What shall I wear? Verse 32, for if the idolaters eagerly seek these things and your heavenly fathers know that you need them, then seek first the kingdom of God and all of his, and all of his righteousness and all these things food life mm. drink clothing will be added to you therefore do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough to worry about for itself dude i just got this image of like everybody running around trying to get hand sanitizer <laughs> trying to get toilet paper wow. and like we as believers should know that like wow we should not look like them nah that's so true like we should not we have a hope we mm-hmm. have we have the the God of the universe like mm-hmm. on our side. Like, yes, this could be a very difficult time, and that's where perseverance comes in. Yes. But it's like we should not be looking like the world right now. 
We should look so different. We should look peculiar. We should look should super look, strange. We should look calm. Yeah. We should look uh, prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We should look to each other for help. Yeah. Um, my pastor mentioned even last night, uh, everybody out here trying to go to these big name stores to find to find what they're looking for, but not knowing that what you need is like at your mom and pop shops. Wow. And then, uh, for, like she didn't say this part, but I was like, I was like, that's crazy. Like everybody's like all the no shade. I promise you, no, it's no shade. But like all the mega churches are like closing, but like the smaller churches are still open. They're still like you can, you can still go to church. Go get Jesus. You know what I'm saying? If your church is, and this is what's crazy too. Like if your church is not open, but you, but you love the gathering of the saints, then like you staying home could be a sin. Wow. Your like if your spirit is like no 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 you. This is the day that you go in fellowship, but you're going to stay in because your particular church is closed. But I guarantee you that, so there's like 500 churches in Fresno. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that like half of them are still open. Mm-hmm. At wow. least half. So you could definitely still go to church. Yo, are you part of the body of Christ or are you part of an organization? Sheesh. Are you part of a club that's closed? That's closed on I mean, Sundays. Come on, fam. Closed <laughs> on Sundays. You my Chick-fil-A. It's crazy, bro. I, it's I'm thinking everybody is just like looking towards big as like success or big as like, you know, that's where the spirit of God is. If it's big, then it's God. Mm. But that's just not true. No, it's just not true. I'm not saying that God's not in the big. Yeah. yeah. He can very well much be in the big and man, may God bless my two favorite uh, social media preachers, which would be Michael Todd and Stephen Furtick. Like I love like what God is doing with them. Mm. But, like, that's not the only place God is. No, God has trillions of individual relationships. Dude, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was even reading uh, Job, and it's like, God has a relationship with animals. We, we don't mm, even think about this. Dude, like that's the, wild. The, the, the behemoth and the Leviathan were, like, his creatures. And he literally says, these are the finest creatures I've created. It says it in Job, Shit. that the finest creatures he created, like, He's, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm like, I imagine God just like having like the Leviathan just like petting it. Like, man, you were just, I did that. <laughs> I did that. I did that. <laughs> and it's like, yo, this is a creature who can't help but to worship God. It can't wow. go opposite of like God's, uh, God's will. And yet like we as believers, we don't seek a personal relationship like that. Mm-mm. Or we just want to be like under his wing and like, um, man, I read that in uh, Psalms 91. Like God, like, will if if we dwell in His presence, then He will like guard us like a like a hen does her chickens. Wow! And like He'll keep us under the wing when it's raining. Um, he will give us food to eat, or we don't have to like search and find it, but it'll be brought to us, and it'll be placed in our mouth. I'm like, Dang. oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, Lord, let's man, ah. <laughs> really taking care of us. And I think about wow. this, and uh, we just have to we have to seek the seek first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like once we seek first the kingdom. We don't have to worry about it. Like, I haven't, to be honest, I have not worried about COVID-19. I I didn't. I was, like, I was fully prepared to go to work tomorrow and teach. Yeah. Um, And, like, when we found out, it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, the last two minutes of school (laughs) on Friday. And, you know, kids are just getting ready to go to to the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, one of my coworkers texts me. And I'm, like, oh, really? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't think it would happen, but all right. I mean, no, like whatever. I'm, like I'm not gonna I'm go not worried panic. about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, not going to go build a bunker and 
And I, you know. I wanted to like people because I know some people are like really stressing. Like if your job, if you're hourly and like mm-hmm. your job has mm-hmm. like, like you depend on this, I encourage you not to worry. Yeah. Like I know it sounds hard, and it sounds easier said than done. But I promise you, the reward for doing it is way greater than the world. The reward for not doing it. You worrying is just going to cause you stress, yeah. and it's going to cause you to make decisions that are never going to help you. Yo, what I just thought about when you said that was like, this is gonna show who's really in community and who <clears throat> isn't. Yeah. Because if if you're if you're in a tough su- financial situation because of this whole thing, there should be people in your life that will step up and take and say, and help hey, you we got for you. a month. At least. If you have enough people yeah. in your community, like we should be able to help you out. Yeah. And that's a through. that's a charge on the community. We should be like mm-hmm. if somebody in our in our gathering in our family yeah. is like struggling because of this mm-hmm. that's on us yeah we shouldn't let them struggle we have to step up and help them out like there's no really there's no need there's no excuse for people like going without you yeah. know for the next month because of this thing no and, uh, and man that's that that hit me in the heart because now i'm thinking yo like when i get paid like i need to make sure before mm-hmm. i spend anything on my leisure mm-hmm. before i spend anything on my leisure i need to hit up all the people that I know are hourly and be That's like, hey, good. did you get like enough to pay yeah. your bills? Mm-hmm. If not, like how how much do you need? Yeah. And then even me like going with the community and saying, hey, so uh, I was able to help out so and so, but like they need this much. I can only give this much and that's all I have. But if anybody else has more, please like help them out. Imagine what that would do for your community, yeah, bro. Man. This is an opportunity. Oh, I'm telling you, this gosh. is an opportunity, like you said, for the church to shine. And to show oh. that we're really about this and that we really trust God, that we actually believe in him and really trust him. Yeah. That he is the one providing for us, not ourselves. Not ourselves. Made um, <laughs> the whole country Sabbath. <laughs> bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't take credit. Jessica said that. <laughs> Yo, go ahead, Jess. I know you ain't going to listen to this, but that is some <laughs> She don't listen to the podcast. Flames. <laughs> My wow. whole country Sabbath, man. Like you have to trust God mm-hmm. now. And that dude, that tweet that Lecrae said, he said, uh, this this virus did not take away your control of your life. It took away the illusion that you were ever in control. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the goat, bro. Oh my God. I'm telling you. It took away the, the illusion, illusion that, that you, you were, were ever, ever in control. control. Mm-hmm. Oh. Snap. That was the whole point of the Sabbath was to show you like you're not in control. By the way, you're not providing for yourself any of the days. Not just the day you're not working. None of the days you've been providing for yourself. I've been providing for you the whole time. Even when you were mm-hmm. working. Even oh, when you're working. My You got that paycheck. You thought you did that? <laughs> nah, bro. That wasn't you. Nah, bro. And if you and if you were able to eat mm-hmm. from 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 whenever payday is until the next payday, if you're able to eat at all in this time period understand that is not you no you did not do that mm-hmm. that is 100 percent god yeah giving you everything that is needed for you to even step into what he's given you wow it's like it's not even like you just you just happen to step into what he's already given none of it is yours yeah the, like i always think about this i have no idea if this has to do with perseverance but when i look at like people having jobs and like how they got the job mm-hmm. and um, how they like sustain the job. Like really none of that is you. None of it is. None like, of it. What did you do? I went to school and I had to study. <laughs> Who gave you the ability to wake up, be alive, <laughs> be in just, your right let, mind? Let's just start there. Learn stuff. 
You like, just gotta wake up. Who woke you up? I mean, your alarm clock. Who, you know, started your car. Like, who got you to, to the place you the, safely? Gave you the energy to study and to remember and oh. retain information. And I mean, <sighs> it is none. Whoa, you cannot take God. credit for anything. Zero. Zero, bro. Look, y'all, man. The perspective, man. The illusion is gone. Yeah. You don't provide for yourself, and and mind you, if you think you provide for yourself, and you think that. Like you're gonna figure out a way to do this on your own. Calamity is coming. <laughs> I just want you to know, calamity is coming. Yeah. Do not try to. Don't try to do this on your own strength. No. Talk to God. Yeah. And be like, yo, do you do you know what's happening? You yes. know what's going down, and you know that. Look, I there are things that I need, mm-hmm. and I need you right now. Yeah. And I promise you, He's coming through. Yeah. I the, promise you, He's coming through. The ultimate thing that we need is is God. Like he is our reward. Um, the relationship with him should be the priority. And again, I think this whole situation is forcing us to reprioritize our lives. No doubt. Um, so I think the last thing I want to even touch on is that that Francis Chan video that we that we watched. Oh man. Um, where he said, you know, he's with <clears throat> his his grandma. Was his grandma? Yeah, it was yeah his uh, wife's mom. Yeah, and they were at a a play. He's like, it was a clean play. It's <laughs> totally fine, not sinful at all. They're at a play. And he looks over at his grandma and he's like, Hey, you joined the play? And she's like, No, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, me neither. But like, what's your reason? <laughs> and she was like, I just don't want Jesus to come back and find me at a play. Like I'd rather him find me like praising him or worshiping him or helping somebody or and it's just like, man, like it's not just I don't want him finding me doing something bad, like being in sin. I definitely don't want him finding me doing that when he comes no. back. But it's like I don't want him finding me doing anything that's not strengthening my relationship with him. Man. Because my relationship with him is my is my priority, and it's the point of me being here. If that's your priority. Like, it's so crazy that we, the amount of time that we waste, and I know I do. I, I mean, the, yeah. the amount of Netflix and and TV and sports and, and just all these YouTube. Yes, that's my main thing. Seven hours a day. Um, like the fact that God has to compete with so many things. Oh yeah, that part. Like he has to compete with like so many. He's like, you know what? Fine, I'm gonna remove all this crap. Like, stop. Com- I don't want to compete with anything. I should be your first love. And the crazy. And I don't know why. I mean, I. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like, I just came to a new like level of relationship with Jesus mm. um, as of like Wednesday of last week. And uh, I found myself like really like sobbing and like apologizing mm. for putting anything in front of God, yeah. like anything, wife, kids, mm. career, all of it. Like, wow. Even the Bible, <laughs> you know what I'm wow. saying? Like, like you can put church in the Bible before God mm-hmm. thinking that you're doing it for mm-hmm. God, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that man, I've found that, there's way more freedom in putting him first. Like we think it's going to be like a restriction or limiting. No, he wants to give you everything. Yeah. I mean, he already gave you his son. So like <laughs> there's really not much he should be giving you. Yeah. But the fact that it's a real relationship, he's trying to give you even more than that. He wants to give you life and life abundantly. Yeah. But and you don't see it because you want to do your own thing. And it's like, you're like, well, I have to sacrifice my other relationships for this one. Yes, but you'll be able to love people way better 
when you, God is the one you love the most. Dude. When my relationship with my creator is like the main thing. All of my other relationships will fall on the right priority, number yep. one, and I'll be able to do them better. Yes. Like, yes, there will be times where it's like, you know what? I would hang out with you, but I actually got to go pray right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would go do this thing with you. I, I would love to spend time with you, but I need to give spend time with God first. Yeah. And then I'll get to you. And just make it real. I mean, the, so true story. My wife and I were last night going to play. I told you this. Uh, my wife mm-hmm. and I were going to play. She wanted to play Monopoly, and I had already had it in my heart to pray. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell her because I didn't think we were going to play Monopoly. Yeah. So uh, I ended up like, I, or like, she asked, like, hey, do you want to play? And um, I was like, no, nah, I really don't want to play. Like, I, I want to pray. And um, she was upset. She was just like, well, like, she she was saying, like, don't use, like, God's excuse like, for not wanting to play, whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I really do want to pray. So, like, we had a, a pretty big, a pretty decent-sized argument. Um, or not argument, but like she was really upset, mm-hmm. and I felt that. And I really like in my heart, I was like, I just want st- to. Can I just stay with her? Like God, can I just stay with her? Like I don't want my wife to be mad. And like I just felt in the spirit that like He was saying, "Bruh, I am more important than your wife." Mm-hmm. Like I understand, like you don't want to believe that, but because wow. you can see her physically. Mm-hmm. But if you meet me right now, you are going to know me in a whole new way. And I was like, ah. Oh but then I got to deal with this afterwards <laughs> and I didn't want to, but the truth yeah. is I was, I really, I want, I was desiring God. Wow. I have been since last Wednesday. So I came into, um, into my garage and, uh, my wife was upset and I came in here anyways. And like, honestly, I want everybody to use wisdom. I'm not saying like, this is a <laughs> blanket statement yeah. for everybody to do. Use wisdom. It's still like, it's your spouse. Don't yeah. be, don't be a jerk. Cause in the beginning, what I said, I didn't mean it to sound I didn't mean to sound like a like a butthole, but I came off that way. So mm-hmm. I had to apologize and I tried to be as sincere as I could um, towards her for not for not speaking in like the kindest way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went in there. I spent my time with God, and as I was in my time with God, like God showed me things. I was able to do things I had never done before, and I was like blown all the way away of the relationship that how deep. Jesus and our relationship went that night. Mm. And then after, um, which I don't think I told you this part, after a while, um, my wife ended up, she ended up coming into the garage. And uh, when she came in, like I just, uh, she came in, she sat, she prayed for a little bit. And then um, I just like went to her, fell to my knees and just cried. I apologized to her, told her how much I loved her and like how much God wants to use us. And then we played Monopoly. (laughs) And it was, I can't believe you didn't tell me that. I don't know. That was kind of a key part to the story. (laughs) I was trying to cook and do all this stuff. Oh, and, yeah. That's, uh, that's dope. But, that's yeah. the best part of the story right there. Yeah. So like, it, like when I make God my priority, loving him first, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a better husband. Oh, my God. Like it's And, it's it, and it wasn't hard. Right. It makes it way easier to love when I go to the source of love. Oh, Bro. Like he is love. So when, when I'm close to this source. Like two years old. God is love. Yeah. Like, but we don't, <laughs> we remember, like if, if I go to the source of love, I'm going to be way more loving. Yes. Right? I'm going to know how to love. And, mm-hmm. I, and I enjoyed my wife in that time of playing Monopoly. Yeah. And I lost. And I'm still happy. That's, <laughs> like, that's saying something. <laughs> I lost. And I lost in the worst way, guys. <laughs> I lost in the, in the worst. I literally lost, like, just going like uh, going down, down, down to my last $5. Oh, and I lost on the contingency. So it was just, <laughs> it was painful. So... God will teach you how to love correctly if you love mm-hmm. him first. 
if he is your first love, you make him the priority. And the thing is, even in your relationship with Jesus, you have to persevere because mm-hmm. there's going to be times where you spending time with God is going to go against either your wife, time with your wife, time with your kids, mm-hmm. time at your, your job. job. Mm-hmm. Like it's you're going to have to like sacrifice, sacrifice. some things because yeah, yeah. in, a, in a real relationship, human to human. There are things that you sacrifice to spend time with a certain human. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that with another human, you have to do that for God. Yeah. And he needs to come first. So if you're going to say, um, even now, like I have to plan, I mean, sometimes it's sporadic, but I have to plan time to be like, okay, I am intentionally spending time with God this day from this time to this time and putting it in my schedule. Hmm. It's like, I'm not scheduling God cause he can call me at whatever time and I would drop everything right. and talk to him. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. You know, this is no, it's all my friends and loved ones. If God's like, I want to talk to you and I just dip, I just want you to know this yeah. is what I'm going to do. But in that, like it's been, um, I, I've been intentional of like setting this time because God is important to me and I'm trying to get it not just for myself, but I see that there are blessings when you put God first. Mm-hmm. It actually is a benefit to, everybody around you oh my god i think we got to understand that as believers like i can't i can't come in between anybody and god mm. like i'm i can't my wife if my wife really has to do something with god mm-hmm. i can't but but you said well, you about gonna, me? You yeah. know, but i'm gonna get out the way because i have to i know that that's gonna be more important and it's gonna benefit me oh, if yeah. you and god are right i know we gonna, gonna be, be right, right. man you know what i'm saying and it's and not, it's not, uh, it's no diss. No, like I'm, I totally understand. I'm That's the only me. person I'll understand. You, oh, you want to go? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> um, but it's like, we can't think that, well, I gave my life to Jesus. Why is there still bad things happening to me? Like, don't get it twisted. Like, again, perseverance, key part of the equation <laughs> is trouble. Yeah, okay, and trials and tribulations and and bad things, mm-hmm. tragedies, calamities, like all these things are going to come. The key is, am I going through this without God yeah. or with God? Which then changes the perspective. Yeah, it changes everything. If I'm going through it without Him, then yeah, panic. <laughs> Good luck. I don't know how you're gonna it's do it. Okay, I'm panic. Okay, I don't know how you're gonna make it. Oh, that's okay. the truth. But if you've got Him, now it's time to build your perseverance. Mm-hmm. So that you can get ready to spend eternity with him. Yeah. Um, Which is a long time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not <laughs> short. Uh, Never. Yeah, man. So just be ready for that. Like, But brothers and sisters, like, perseverance is what we're going to need right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to need healthy touch, gathering, and sh- and sharing. sharing. Like, we've got to take advantage of this opportunity. It was the same thing I think we said, talked about this when Kobe died. Was that oh, what yeah. we were talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, all of these things that are happening right now in 2020, as terrible as 2020 has been, this is an opportunity for the church terrible to decade. step up and be the light and be the salt. Yeah. Like we've got to do our job. We've got to, This is God reminding us, hey, like, do what I told you to do. Mm-hmm. Like, make disciples. Without an excuse. I mean, right yeah. now, this is because Jeff and I both work in youth ministry or in, with youth, mm-hmm. period. But, like, in America... 26 million children do not have school for the next month. Wow. 26 million. Wow. Like, youth ministries, please do not forsake gathering of yourselves. This is the time. This is the time. They, I mean, even for, like, for, because uh, we get heck of new kids to come to your stuff. <laughs> if you got a quota. <laughs> your youth ministry going to be popping. If you got a quota, this is the best time to get in there. Um, but the thing is, like, 
kids, as much as a lot of kids will be like, oh, man, I'm so glad, no mm-hmm. school. Guaranteed, two days in, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, my oh gosh, my God, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. Because they're used to being, mm-hmm. to be doing something between these certain hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they'll probably be super happy to sleep in. They'll probably be super happy to stay up late. But that in between, they have nothing to do. And the thing is, we're not the only people working out here. Mm-hmm. Satan's working, too. Mm-hmm. Like this is he, an opportunity for him, too. God has opened up an opportunity for both teams. Mm-hmm. So it's like, look, the Christians, the believers, we can get up and be about this work. If we don't, guaranteed Satan is going to be mm-hmm. snatching kids up. Because um, if we don't give him things to do, he will. Yeah. He wow. will. And boredom, I think my mommy told me when I was a kid. I don't know if it's in the Bible or not. It's but like boredom is the devil's workshop. Yeah, or idle mind. Idle mind. Idle mind is the devil's, devil's workshop. workshop. I don't think it's in the Bible. I don't think so either, but, but it, it makes sense. Theologically correct. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not filling your mind with God, the devil will fill it for you. Got to renew that mind. So yeah. um, just find these opportunities, man. Persevere. Because even I know you. You could be scared yourself. I don't mm-hmm. want to be around teenagers. I got an elderly mom or an elderly mm-hmm. someone, so I understand. Like I get it. I got some elderly folks in my in my family, but the elderly people at my church they showed me something yesterday that they weren't afraid. Mm. They weren't afraid. They're not even. They're really not afraid to die, which is crazy. Yeah. But I mean, these are people who spent like years with the Lord. They're so ready for eternity. Man. They're ready. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we've been practicing. Like we got yep. this. We mm-hmm. know like. We can't wait. And if this is how I can go, if I can get out of here in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> When's the next bus, Lord? <laughs> but they are ready, man. man. And they just yeah. the, they didn't have any fear. Yeah. They weren't anxious. I mean, to see these people. I'm, and the crazy thing, they came to church together. That was weird. Wow. I was like, y'all have like a prayer meeting then game? You're not supposed to gather. Guys. What are y'all doing? <laughs> you old and gathering? They just showed up, man. And it was a blessing to see them um, out in the church worshiping singing hugging kids hugging people uh, and we just took note of that like we were like we're, we're doing our best to not spread the virus like i don't mm-hmm. want people to get it twisted mm-hmm. but we're not going to let a a virus stop us from worshiping from gathering from sharing this from laying hands the on each other first virus is not the last virus yeah. god's in control of all the viruses it, man we've had we've had world plagues before mm-hmm. that like killed like they didn't discriminate like this yeah. play this this coronavirus is discriminating yeah it's only going up to the elderly very very racist <laughs> but it's like there were one there like the uh like smallpox mm-hmm. that was huge folks was dying polio like mm-hmm. these there were Dude, the swine flu was like yeah. 12 years ago that and thing was crazy it was killing people it didn't matter who got it mm-hmm. so now it's like okay there's a for the young people the strong people the people who have energy and strength in their bones you need to get out there and work. The old folks have done their job. They have laid a foundation for us. And like they've even given us the ability to have the mindset we have today right. to think the way we think. Right. So now let's take that and say, you know what? Y'all have ran your ways. You guys have like exited stage left. You're now cheering us on saying, keep going. The show must go on. Yeah. And you're ch- they're cheering us on so that we can get out there and do the work. So let's step on the stage and let's be about it this time. Let's, let's go. go and get it. You better preach all of it. Oh, man, <laughs> telling you. Man, love you guys. Um, you that's know, it? Yeah. Wait, damn. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, man. Dang. That's going to go by fast. <laughs> it does, though. Because I'm telling you, we weren't made for time. We were Let's made for go. Eternity. You better tell them, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? We weren't made for time. We were not made for time. That but really didn't feel like an hour at all. Our time, Preacher's Hour, <laughs> has come to an end. Uh, yeah, man. You know, be smart out there, guys. Be wise. Stay safe. Can I pray uh, for them? Can I pray for the people? Yeah, man, let's do that. I pray for that's a good people. idea. All right. Um, God, we are grateful. Yes. We're grateful to be used by you and um, to be uh, in this time period 
even with this pandemic. God, we pray now that you would strengthen all of those uh, who are hearing this podcast. Mm. God, those who are hearing our conversations with you, who are hearing our life story, our testimony of our relationship with you. God, would you strengthen them so that they would be able to do the work of the evangelist and tell their friends about you. Tell them how good you've been to them. Then, God, would you protect all of our uh, elderly, all of our vulnerable population from this coronavirus, God. I pray that you would uh, that you would send people who can lay healthy hands on them mm. to pray for them so they'd be protected, so that they would stand firm and be able to continue to teach and to guide the young people of this day to do the work that they've already started. God, help us to be mindful of each other. God, to be mindful of our gatherings, our sharing. God, to be mindful of our times together. Yes. God, help us to persevere. God, if there's anyone in need uh, between now and the time when they can go back to work, help us to see that. Help them to uh, to be honest and to say what they need and so we can help them as a community. God, we are so grateful. God, we are in love with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See y'all next time. See ya. Just another brother off the boat. Off the boat yeah. You ain't for the family, guess it shows. Yes, it shows yeah. All these friends are low-key like my foes. Like my foes yeah. No, I don't wanna talk, I want the smoke. Hey, hey, just another brother off the boat. Yes, it shows. Yes, it shows. Yeah. All these friends are low key like my foes. Like my foes yeah. no, I-